Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Football season. Johnston's Home Center. If you can't find it at Johnston's Home Center, you probably don't need it. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, toxic picking it up, let's go. Anyway, he never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Now the picture connects Never asking for someone's help But it gets some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds The skill of an artist This is 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause Ryu was ill Who would have thought He'd be the one That set the West in flames and I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game. Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church. I like bleach, man. Why you had the stupidest verses? Dude, is the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots and stocks through the roof. I heard from with Well, I think our team's really healthy, uh, obviously, except for Rocket. And so Rocket uh, Rocket has a injury that is going to take a couple of weeks for him to heal. Uh, but it, that's, that's the length of it, maybe two, maybe three weeks. So he won't be able to play uh, this Saturday and possibly next Saturday. We're not positive about that. But it's not going to linger any further than maybe a couple games. And... Uh, you know, Jimmy's done such a good job in that room that gives these kids opportunities to go out there and play. But uh, Rocket would be the one that would, that's at this point, that uh, probably would not play on Saturday. Definitely will not play on Saturday. Welcome into the zone. That was Sam Pittman from his show last night. We've got much more coming up from the head ball coach up in Fayetteville. And Rocket Sanders, a lot of smoke around it. Apparently there was a little fire with his injury. And so he will not be available this week, and that will be just fine. Uh, I think Arkansas will be okay without him this week. Welcome in, Christian Weaver. How are you? Good to see you. What's going on? I'm good. That's I'm good great. Uh, Wes Moore is here. He's making some uh, technical adjustments, and so we'll talk to him in a second. Uh, we've got some SEC news. Okay, you got it fixed? There you go. Yeah. The SEC. whole nut came out. Uh, what? Whoa. Right, here we go. We're it's right out of the gate. Again? Musket talk in the zone. Uh, NFL starts tonight. NFL starts tonight. NFL starts tonight. Speaking of injured players, we need to get an update on Travis Kelsey. The best way to get that, Christian, I think, is from someone who doesn't care about violating HIPAA laws like his own brother. So we're going to hear from Jason Kelsey about Travis Kelsey in the zone a little bit later. So we've got a few guests coming up today. We're going to talk at the bottom of the hour. That's 10.30 to you and me. Rob Polinski, the voice of the Kent State Golden Flashes, will join us. We'll get his thoughts on the upcoming matchup with Arkansas after they took it on the chin against Central Florida. Uh, by the way, lock of the week this week, I went Arkansas. I was just like, if I think there's going to be a lot of fire under those guys to make improvements after what was a bit of a disappointing performance mm-hmm. on the offensive and defensive lines. And even though the fact Rockets out, I still feel pretty good about it. So they better not disappoint me. Yeah, Rocket being no offense to Rocket because he's a great running back, but I think Arkansas's got. We, we've said this, you know, they're, they're so deep at running back. It did not phase me. It's like, oh, he's out. Okay, no big deal. Right. Because I don't think it is a big deal. I think right. AJ Green's going to come in. He'll like the Liberty Bowl. You know, he'll come in and have a hundred yards rushing. And I like Dominion a lot. I like Dominic Johnson. Yep. Not like the Liberty Bowl. Hope Arkansas does not give up fifty points to uh, 
Kent State. Quinn Grovey will join us, courtesy of Bell and Sward, in the 11 o'clock hour after the Red White Report, which is brought to you by Big O Tires. Barrett's the lead, 1130. Uh, and he'll be, he's with CBSSports.com, for those who don't know, be talking about the SEC games this weekend and last weekend. And uh, got to talk about LSU taking it on the chin. And what does Alabama need to do to get over on Texas this week? They need to score more points. Very good. Um, I think it's a big game. We were talking about the morning show a little bit. I think it's a big game. I, I was telling Wes, I think because of the fact it's NFL first week, it's kind of got lost in the shuffle. I mean, I was like going through the list of games to pick this week on, on Oklahoma game day, and I'm like, yeah, okay, good, good, good. I was like, oh, crap, Alabama-Texas this week? Yeah. Forgot about that. Kind of a big one. Got a weird game with Auburn going to Cal this week, so there's some interesting matchups to delve into. Isn't it crazy because last year it seemed like the Alabama-Texas game was huge. It blown was just up. blown out, uh, mm-hmm. out of proportion. And, and now that they're playing again, it's like, no big deal. Why is that? I don't know. That's a good is question. It, has Alabama lost a little bit of their luster because Georgia's won back-to-back titles? Yeah, they're only a top-four team now, so they're not interesting to anybody anymore. Texas has lost its luster. No one believes in Texas. Top-ten team, and they're favorite to win the Big 12 by far. Why is this game not getting just blown out of the water all the hype? Don't get it. And it's again, you got a Saban against a former assistant going again. Is this the only ranked matchup this weekend? Um, no. There's another? Yes, and it's, when I tell you, you're going to you're gonna say, oh, I wouldn't have thought of that one. Oh, Tulane and Ole Miss. Yeah. The former I SEC member <laughs> hosting the current SEC member. <laughs> I didn't see that. And it's in New Orleans. New Orleans. Listen, oh. I'll, gi- I'll, give him a, I'll give him a little bit of credit. Lane Kiffin's not a complete idiot. He's like, yeah, let's play it down there. That sounds perfect. I'm sure he probably didn't. It was probably made years ago, but it is weird for them to go there. It's got to be a two for one. And of all, at least you would think, right? And of all the games or the times to catch them, this is the best Tulane's been in 50 years or more. Yeah. Well, other than like last year, but you know what I'm saying. Like no, this, this era is. I guess Willie Fritz is still the head coach. Did he move on? I think he's still there. Yeah, I think he is. I can't believe somebody didn't hire him away. That dude's a heck of a coach. Anyway. That's a that's an interesting one. Although I, I'm sorry, I can't get off the common thought process that Ole Miss is going to go down there and score a bunch of points and thump them. I will much- say this: Judkins did not do anything last week either. So that you know, the, it's funny because mm-hmm. the beginning of the year you could bet at Oakland on the SEC rushing title, and it was Rocket one, Judkins two. Neither one did anything. Neither one did squat last week. Hmm. And Rocket's not going to do anything this week. I'm sure that. <laughs> I don't know about Judkins. I'm guessing he'll have a little bit of success. Does anybody know what Tulane returns? I don't. I just know that if they're ranked in the top 25, it's not just because they were good last year. They must have a lot coming back. So that would be uh, a big game to watch this You know, a team like Tulane's not going to get national respect just because of what they did last year. Everybody's ready to write them off, so they must be okay this year. Mm Mm-hmm. I, it's got to be the NFL. It, it's just got to be the hype of the season starting that college football in Alabama and Texas is getting overlooked. Did they play the same? Was it different last year? Was that opening weekend? Yeah, they played the second week last year. Okay. I think it was pretty, so same situation? I think so, yeah. It was oh. not opening week, I don't believe. Uh, that was a hell of a game, too. This one gets, gets close to it. It'll be a good one, for sure. Um, all right, so Jason Kelsey. The biggest story you know, tonight going into this game with you know, Detroit and Kansas City is... is uh, Travis Kelsey available. Jason Kelsey appeared on a show, and I, I thought really really spilled the beans. And he's been through this process before as far as the kind of injury that Travis is playing with, but it sounds like he believes his brother will play tonight. Jason, how's your brother doing? I mean, getting banged up this week with his knee in yeah. Kansas City. How is he? I talked to him yesterday, and I've done the same thing. You know, you, you, you just plant or, you know, you do something, and your knee hyperextends. Actually, I mean, I'm being truthful. The last time I did this, I was making a bonfire outside, and I was I thought I thought I was strong enough to kick a piece of wood in half, and I hyperextended my knee and did the same thing, bone bruise. Oh no! So, um, you know, I don't I'll recall you missing young. any time for that, Jason. No, no, it was in the middle of the season, but my knee did swell up, and I was like, man, that was the dumbest thing I've done in a long time. But, um. Yeah, Trav, this was out on the field. He did, uh, I know he's got some swelling going on, uh, but as lo- it sounds like as long as they can get that down, yeah. um, you know, he- he's going to have a chance to go. The ligaments and everything are intact structurally. Uh, from what we know right now, uh, his knee's fine. So really it's about getting that swelling down and then seeing how bruised that bone is because, you know, if, you, if you guys have ever had those, they can be yeah. pretty painful, especially if it's in a spot that's rubbing all the time. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, and that can kind of shut down your muscles and do other things. But I think he's going to be good to go. Okay. I really do. We'll see. Hmm. How many snaps he takes tonight. Um, we were talking about fantasy draft. Christian, do you do fantasy or no? Yes, I do have a fantasy team. Who is who are you who are you in league with? Um, my friends. My friends. <laughs> who is your Not uh, you guys? My you, friends. <laughs> who is your mess best uh like who well, you get? Well, I picked number 1, so I got Justin Jefferson. <laughs> so here's a funny thing I was telling Wes. I picked number 3 in our draft last night. I got Justin Jefferson. Who would they pick 1 and 2? Mahomes and no. Allen. Yes. Yes. Shouldn't go QB first. No, you shouldn't. And Wes was saying, how far did you go into your draft? Uh, I think I got to the 10th round and got Dak. I think I got to like the 8th and I took one more. Yeah. Every time I started thinking, okay, I'll take a quarterback here, there would be a run of quarterbacks in front of me. And I'm like, and at some point I counted, we had 12 teams in our league, 11 quarterbacks were drafted. I was like, well, nobody else is going to draft a quarterback for a while. So I just kept waiting and waiting and waiting and it got to where I... I was like, well, they could take a backup now, yeah. and Dak's the best available, and I want Dak. So I took him in like the 10th round. I, I think I took Burrow in the 6th was my first That's quarterback great. pick. I have yeah. Dak as a backup. Who's your starter? Lamar. Should I, should I start Uh-oh. Burrow this week against Cleveland knowing he may not be quite as sharp as expected? You're worried a lot more about Burrow than me. Yeah. And, I, I think or, he's fine. Well, I didn't give you the other option yet. Why don't you wait? Or, Who's the or? Trevor Lawrence going up against the Colts. I like the Colts' defense. Yeah, they have been decent. Yeah. And it's at Indianapolis. Yep, that's true. I mean, the Cincy's playing at Cleveland, too. Mm. Still like I Burrow. go Cincy. I go Burrow. What do you think? Burrow's a, a guy you start every week. Burrow, probably. Okay. You probably can you throw Trevor Lawrence out them, as yeah. trade bait. Somebody should want him. Yeah, I've got, well, here's I had a weird thing happen. I'm not good at this. It's only my second year doing a draft. So I got all my guys. Like I got wide receiver. I got plenty of wide receivers with Jefferson in the mix. Um, I got so I, I did have a mistake too. I took my second tight end, and I like both my tight ends, but they both have the same bye, same week. bye week. Oh, yeah. so I snatched up a third tight end, which actually I'm getting the the Rams tight end, who's pretty good, Higby. Higby. Yeah. yeah. So I was happy with that, and then and then I had Brock Purdy in the queue for I don't know why, and I didn't pick fast enough because I was looking at something else, and I ended up getting Purdy gone. And or no, I picked Purdy for some reason. I don't even know why I picked a third quarterback. Anyway, but this was late in the draft. <laughs> this was like in the we put we had fifteen rounds. This is like in the thirteenth round. Then I had I don't know why I had left stupid uh, car in the in the in the thing. So I got four freaking quarterbacks. <laughs> you probably drop a couple of those. Well, I'm going to try to trade. I'm going to try to get another running back. I think so. We'll see if anybody gets I, somebody will get hurt and somebody will need a quarterback. I got four pretty good quarterbacks. I mean, I got three guys that would serve as like elite quarterback backups, right? Yeah, pretty good. Anyway, I'm an idiot. Uh, 49ers and Nick Bosa have come to terms. Still waiting on Chris Jones from Kansas City. Now, I did see a comment from him this week that said he wants to be a chief for life. So, starts now. The money's right. They're going to pay him. I mean, I'm sure they'll work it out, but I don't know if he's going to be. It's weird that they haven't done it yet. Yeah. Usually these things get taken care of before the first game. Yeah, because you don't. Play it, and, and this kind of where people, and I think even the GMs and the coaches are like, we don't need him here for training camp. This guy's good. We know what he can do. Let's keep him healthy. Sign him before the first week. And that happens a lot. Yep. I'm surprised it's not done. Well, they got Bosa taken care of in uh, San Francisco, and he is going to be the uh, richest player in NFL history for the defense. So, $170 million, $122.5 million guaranteed. Hmm. Highest played defensive player in league history. Uh, other news, Wes, follow-up, Zone FU, you might have been on to something. If you believe him, and I don't, I still don't believe him. Peyton Manning has told uh, another source... Talk to the Hollywood Reporter that he keeps getting turned down by quarterbacks. <coughs> so he's acting like going into the weekend that they don't have anybody. He says, I had three starting quarterbacks tell me no yesterday, so I'm swallowing my pride. I wonder if they are, and if they are, how much paying these guys. Oh, we were going to ask it, and I forgot. I didn't feel right getting into his business, but we should have probably. Uh, he says the biggest issue has been quarterbacks think the show could become a distraction, which we talked about the other day, and obviously wasn't because Manning really or not Manning, Mahomes had a great year, obviously. I thought Kirk Cousins had a really good year. And the Mariota thing was, you know, fluky, so what are you going to do? He also told us, of course, didn't mention it in this story, that he may be looking at another position. There's got to be three running backs. Dude, listen, you can't tell me there's not three corners or three wide receivers, the biggest egomaniacs in football that don't want to be part of a series that 
Peyton Manning is producing. Mm-hmm. And with running backs, they're hurting for money anyway. Well, so. regardless, they're hurting for attention, right? How about right. showcasing? I would love to see the hell they go through because you know how tough that position is and how much those guys get beaten up every week. I think, I think you're on to something with centers. Do three centers. I mean, the offensive linemen are usually really well-spoken. Did I mention three centers? centers? I think you did. Yeah, you did during the... Or, yeah, I thought you did during our interview with Peyton. Hey, I think it'd be hard to sell linemen. I don't remember that. Because people don't know who I remember talking about Larry Centers. I don't remember about talking about... Uh, like, they're very important, one. but people don't know who linemen are usually. Yeah, I think you'd have to get really... You need name value? Yeah. I think you could do defensive linemen. Yeah, you could. Yeah. You could do, you could do the rushers. You could sure. do the Bosa boys. Oof. I don't know. Uh, hard Knocks. Your boy Aaron Rodgers, Wes, he's done so much good for himself and his image, and now he does this. He's talking about UFOs on the show. Did you see this clip yet? No, I didn't watch last night. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. Up in the clouds, we heard this sound. We saw this tremendously large object moving through the sky, and it was like a scene out of Independence Day when the ships are coming into the atmosphere, and they're creating this kind of, like, explosion-type fire in the sky. This is the the, 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 the peyote <laughs> yeah. talking. We just saw this incredibly large object and froze, and anybody, as anybody would, because what the hell was going on, and eventually it went out of sight, and nobody said a word. Shortly after, he says, fighter jets zoomed above them as if aircrafts were chasing whatever they saw. Wasn't he doing, like, ayahuasca last year or something? Ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He could be seeing Starlink. Could be. Because it does look kind of weird. <clears throat> I don't know what the deal is. Anyway, the guy is out there. Also, uh, sad news from the NFL. This is Mike Williams, the former wide receiver who played in Tampa. Not Mike Williams, the current wide receiver who plays with the Chargers. Right. He's still available in most people's uh, drafts. Um, he did not get drafted, I don't think, in our, our league last night. The former wide receiver named a finalist for Offensive Rookie in the year in 2010 has died a horrific death in a construction accident. 36 years old, had a steel beam fall on his head, and apparently uh, complete paralysis, and eventually he deteriorated and ended up passing away. He ended his career with 63 games, 52 starts, 223 receptions, over 3,000 yards, and 26 touchdowns. So that is a bad way to go out, and that is awful. What a horrible story to start the NFL season. Uh, it reminds me of Bo Diaz when he had a satellite dish fall on him and died back in the day in his native country. So that's uh, that's always been one of my goals. I just don't want to die in some weird accident. You know it's what like, I mean? like, oh, you're the guy that... Died skiing. Well, today is the uh, the birthday of the former band member of Dave Matthews that died in ATV accident. The same thing. I'm like, it's like, I don't want to go out like that. I'm like, you missed out on all these awesome like shows with Dave Matthews. Just and again, I mean, you know, sometimes you're doing things that are relatively everyday, and bad things happen. But we all want to die in our sleep, right? That's the best way. That's not exactly how I want to go. I have a better idea. <laughs> it's not going to be great for the other person, but it's going to be okay for me. Ten twenty three. Uh, Question of the day. Yes, let's do it. It's NFL-related. Yes, it is. Um, in the AFC, Oakland has the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Bengals. Far away favorites to win the AFC. So would you take the Bills, the Chiefs, the Bengals, or the field to win the AFC? I have this funny feeling about the Bills this year for some reason. I think they got humbled a little bit last year. They took a bit of a step backwards. Uh, they lost a couple of high-profile ball games. I think uh, I think Josh Allen gets it back on track this year, and they resurge to prominence in the AFC. What if the Jets hand it to him Monday night? That would be a big setback. <laughs> That's a great game for a week, huh? It is. It is. The Sunday night Cowboys? Sunday night's Cowboys. And Monday night game is phenomenal. And yeah, it's a good Chiefs week. tonight. Yeah, it's I mean, good. It is. Who the Cowboys got? Giants. Who the Saints New got? York. Saints are playing Tennessee at home. Okay. Not an easy one. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry, can they keep him no. on the rest? Hopkins. D-Hop. The debut of That's him at Tennessee. Tennessee is usually where wide receivers go to die at the end of the career, though. Traylon Burks was listed as a sneaky uh, fantasy pick yeah. for some people. Good number two. Mm-hmm. It's still Tannehill, the quarterback. That's the issue. Mm-hmm. Therein lies the problem. You had Randy Moss go there. He was washed up. You had Julio Jones go there. He was washed up. Well, they do have a good young receiver, so at least he's got someone yes. to work off of. And I still think, you know, if Henry's healthy, which he should be, they got... Uh, what? No, I don't think Hopkins is washed up, though, is he? No, he shouldn't be, right. but maybe he's not is what he, he 30? was. How old is he? He's probably 30, around there, 31. You know, I was talking, I was reading up on Michael Thomas, because I was thinking about taking my fantasy draft, and I ended up missing out on my opportunity with him, but he's 30 this year, and it's the first time he's been fully healthy in a long time. Well, so. he just hadn't played in so long. He's probably like 27 in game. You'd think so, right? Um, <laughs> I have him as like my fourth wide receiver or something. I have Michael Thomas. That's good. 
Um, okay. Hopkins is 31. Okay. He's also missed a lot of time. Yeah. I want to give a uh, special Thursday game ball to Jordan Wicks, the Conway native who pitched for the Cubs again yesterday. That's why I'm repping the Cubs with my T-shirt today. He is 3-0 and now. I think his ERA is, it's in the lineup, what I put there. 2-1-6. Two, one, two, one, six. Six. Yep. Thank you. Jeez. He is the first Cubs pitcher to go 3-0 and to start their career. Since? 1901. Oh. Greg Maddox couldn't do it? 1901, bro. That is that says a lot about the Cubs, doesn't it? Well, I was thinking, Doubleday was probably still alive. Then. I'm thinking Sutcliffe. I'm thinking Kerry Wood. The start he had. Mark Pryor's birthday is today too. I wasn't going to use him in trivia, but today's Mark Pryor's birthday. Another guy that was a young star. They've had a lot of really impressive young arms that haven't been able to get the three zero. Apparently, huh. isn't that crazy? It is. I'm glad he's doing well. And they dominated yesterday, eight to two, and they're within two games, a game and a half, I think, of the Brewers now. So yep. again, they're going to get right there and uh, break my heart. Did Texas move back into first? You want to talk about your Rangers, Wes? Hey, Cattleman had a great point on the uh, Southern Solutions, Southern Structural Solutions text line. Two words on why everyone is ignoring Texas and Bama. Coach Prime. I guess getting overshadowed. Yeah, about Colorado, Nebraska. That game blows. That is the talk. When you think about it, on ESPN, the talking heads, when they get to college football. I have not heard any college football talk after Tuesday because everybody's NFL. talking NFL. I mean, there's only so much airspace, right? Luckily, we're here to talk about it. Billy says Tulane returned a really good quarterback and rolled South Alabama in the opener. Well, something I don't know how Tulane. good South Al is at this point, though, either. So, But still, that's, yeah, they won convincingly for sure. Here's another one. I've heard from multiple media sources that the hottest game that sports books are making the most wagers on Nebraska, Colorado, with the yes. money coming in on Colorado. Now, Zach and I talked about that yesterday. For sure, people are very interested in that. And a lot of people feel like it's a layup because Colorado won a high-profile game, but you got to figure the, the the letdown. I think them being at home is huge. If they were going to Memorial Stadium, I'd feel different. But that atmosphere, I would honestly, like, I'd pay some good money to go watch that game. That would be so much fun. I saw a tweet yesterday. You never know if it's true, but it said the cheapest ticket right now to get in that game is $400. Wow. That doesn't make sense, but that's a lot. Yeah, but I mean, for people who... You're, it's not a huge stadium either, so oh, I imagine really? they probably sold a lot of season tickets with Dion coming, right? Yeah. It's the first time they've been relevant in a while. So, I mean, there's probably not that many tickets, so it's supply and demand, right? Okay. Speaking of that, this uh, Zach Bryan dude that's coming to Simmons Bank, his tickets are ridiculous nationally. How ridiculous? D- insane, like hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Like, it's crazy. I was looking at the Travis Scott tour, and it would have cost me... Like three hundred and fifty dollars just to get one ticket. Yeah, this dude's tickets are going for outrageous amounts, but he's adding second shows in all these cities. People, I, I didn't even know who this dude was until like a month ago, and that's my bad. But I kind of pay attention to music, but the dude is like exploded. So, yeah, you've probably heard something in the orange. It plays pretty regular. Something in the orange is uh. That's Zach Brown. No, that's what's his face. I thought it's Zach Brown. Are you sure? I'm. I'm that was his big hit then. That, yes, was a, that was his big I hit. heard that song a while back. Okay, I didn't realize that was him, I guess. I thought it was uh, somebody else. I was thinking like Tyler Childers for some reason. Okay, well, that's it then. But he's he's blown up. So he was like anti-Ticketmaster guy, and all of a sudden he's basically like, you got to dance with the devil. It is what it is. Mm. So there Pearl you go. Jam had to do that too. Yes, they did. And uh, I'm paying for a ticket to see them next week, as a matter of fact. And don't mind at all. All right, 1029. We're back in the uh, zone after this. We're going to talk to... Play-by-play voice of the Kent State Golden Flashes on the other side of the break. Aren't we? Yes. You don't believe it? No, we are. It's all set. Guadi Chevrolet right now getting up to $9,000 off Silverados. They are getting rid of all these 2023s, making way for the 2024s. You still have 120 days to make your first payment. No payment until 2024. How's that sound for you right now? Go get a new vehicle at Guatney Chevrolet. Get a new Silverado, and you don't make a payment in September, October, November, December. Make that first payment in January, and you're still getting some rates at 1.9% financing. Used car payments are starting at $199 a month. And sales tax? They're paying for it at Guatney Chevrolet on all used cars under $10,000. So you can walk out of there with a new vehicle or a quality used vehicle under $10,000 at Guatney Chevrolet. They're going to pay the sales tax. And some of those cars are as little as $199 a month. Go see what they can do for you at Guatney Chevrolet. Check out the website, GuatneyChevrolet.com. Then head to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. See our friends at Guatney Chevrolet.
Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only. Big contract news on the eve of the NFL season. 49ers defensive end Nick Bosa has become not only the highest paid defensive player in the history of the National Football League, he has become the highest paid non-quarterback ever. He has agreed to a five-year, $170 million contract extension. The extension includes $122.5 million guaranteed, sources tell ESPN. Bosa is the reigning defensive player of the year in the National Football League, and his holdout now ends so he can rejoin the team before Sunday's opener against the Steelers. And speaking of the NFL, the season begins tonight. It is the Lions taking on the defending champion Kansas City Chiefs, who will be without tight end Travis Kelsey this evening. The Chiefs are four-and-a-half-point favorites. The game is on NBC. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Looking for somewhere new downtown to hang out with all of your friends for football? Then there's only one place, and that's Little Rock's newest neighborhood sports bar, The Busker, on South Main. The Busker features an upscale bar menu with great beer, wine, and cocktail selections, as well as weekday happy hours from 4 till 7 and late nights from 10 till close. So watch all your favorite college and NFL games on the Sunday ticket this fall, where you won't miss a minute of the action on their big screen TVs. All this, including live music on the weekends, can only be found at The Busker on South Main. The Main Street Food Truck Festival is back. Your favorite food trucks are rolling into town for the 12th annual Main Street Food Truck Festival. 60 food trucks of every genre, with sample sizes at each truck, live music, and fun for the whole family. Bring the family for great food and a good time on Main Street. Join the Downtown Little Rock Partnership's 12th annual Main Street Food Truck Festival from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Sunday, September 17th. Zone each weekday for the Entertainment Report, brought to you by Bell & Sword of Conway. Found out the very latest breaking news and entertainment each day on The Zone. Justin West and Christian will dish out what the stars and celebrities have going on, and you can catch it each day. Bell & Sword has everything for the best-dressed man. From boots to suits, check them out on Facebook or Instagram. Bell & Sword at their new and larger location at 1011 Oak Street. You're listening to the best midday sports talk show in all of Arkansas. You're in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network. Need tires? Big O Tires is ready to take care of you right now. Big O Tires is offering $100 off select set of tires. Go to their website, bigotires.com slash deals to see all the monthly deals. Big O Tires, two great locations, Cabot and Conway. They have a great selection of tires. They got all the name brand tires, plus they have the Big O Tire. And remember, Big O Tires does a whole lot more than just tires. They'll work on your vehicle. Alignment, brakes, oil changes, they do a lot of Big O Tires. Go check them out. There are two locations. In Conway, they're on Hark Rider and Cabot. It's Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. Big O Tires, the team we trust. Outback Bowl, we went right out there. Right. Dominique Johnson was the first guy on the field. Obviously, a lot's happened since then. Uh, but that group of guys with A.J. Green and, and all that, they, they can play. And more importantly, the team believes in them. They believe in themselves. But, you know, the defense believes in them. The offense believes in them. They'll, they'll, they'll do really well. And, and we feel for Rocket. But we've got to play Saturday. And they'll go in there and they'll play really well. Sam Pittman talking about the depth at running back with Arkansas losing option number one, Rocket Sanders. And we are all pretty confident in the other backs that will line up for Arkansas. And Arkansas's home opener in Fayetteville happening this weekend with Kent State coming in. Rob Polinski is the play-by-play voice for the Golden Flashes. Joining us now on the Brandon Moving in Storage Hotline. Brand, uh, Rob, welcome. How are you? Great. How about you guys? We are good, thank you. Looking forward to this week and uh, looking forward to Arkansas... Opening up in uh, Razorback Stadium and coming off a win that was pretty convincing, although they were a little concerned about the run game. Uh, tough outing, I guess, out of the gate for you guys at UCF, a team that's uh, certainly looking forward, I'm sure, to their opportunities in the Big 12. But uh, what did you guys see first week? Uh, I think we saw what we thought we would. Uh, you know, going into this year, they've got you know, the flies have a lot uh, going against them. Um, you know, when Coach Lewis left to be the O.C., 
with Prime over at Colorado, uh, his offense left with it. They go here, there, or everywhere else. And uh, so when you have zero returning starters out of 11 on offense, your top quarterback, top receiver, top running back left, you've got five new offensive linemen, which probably is overlooked, but it's the, the biggest part of it. And some of them are really young guys. Um, in a first-year head coach that's never coached anywhere as a head coach or been a coordinator. I mean, I think we saw what we saw, and then the other thing, what we thought we'd see. And the other thing is I think Gus's team is, is probably as good as, as UCF has been since he's been there. So I would think that UCF might do a little bit better than those preseason uh, prognostications for them in the Big 12. I think you're probably right. How's Kenny Burns to work with? What have you seen from the head coach here? You know, I haven't had a whole lot of dealings with them, uh, to be honest. They've kept it pretty uh, close to the vest, um, you know, throughout the, the preseason. Well, we have not been uh, attending practices uh, per them. So can't tell you a whole lot other than the game that you guys probably saw, too, uh, last week. But as far as, uh, you know, being able to interview him and that kind of thing, you know, he's been, been very open, uh, been very good. You know, and I think he, I think he knows what he's, you know, up against here. So... Um, certainly no, as far as this program, it's no um, change as far as playing SEC and Power 5 teams. I mean, we've been doing that for years and years. Um, the difference is this group here, especially offensively, uh, you know, is, is challenged. And to me, you can't really judge it till we get uh, a few games into our conference and see if we see some improvements. But, you know, just to give you an example, our, our starting quarterback just won the job late in camp, and he didn't even get here. Uh, transferring from Purdue until July. So, um, you know, you, you guys can imagine, especially with all new receivers, um, all new offensive linemen, it's going to take time. How much did the struggles of the offense impact the defense against Central Florida? I think it had a, a, an effect. I mean, obviously, the the, the the defensive line is undersized and, you know, isn't is, 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 but the strength of the team should be the linebackers especially Devin Nicholson. Your listeners might be familiar with him. He played at Missouri. You know, we've got some guys in the secondary that are, that are pretty decent. I, I think you're right, you know, kind of wore on them. But I, I think also it was just the offensive line of UCF was really, really good. And over 60 minutes, you know, that, that obviously, um, you know, took its toll. Um, did it have a lot to do with all the missed tackles they had? I think that's the biggest uh, think Kent State took from the game all the missed tackles they had. Maybe they were tired. I just think it's also a part of just your first game, you know, and they just haven't played that much together. When you've got everybody that left and 19 new guys transferring in, um, you know, you got to introduce yourself to one another, yeah. and uh, you don't know until you get out there what it's going to be like, you know, standing next to somebody. Rob Polinsky joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, the voice of Kent State football. Rob, Arkansas, one thing that stood out last week, and again, Western Carolina clearly was focused on this, was stopping the run. Uh, they did not get going much uh, as far as a push up front. Um, what, what kind of defensive alignment did Kent State play primarily last week? I was curious if Arkansas might have a, a look at that this week as far as the run game. Yeah, I think they'll primarily be going up against the 4-3, you know, kind of a traditional front. You know, I don't know how big Western Carolina's defensive line is, but, but Kent State is, is a little bit undersized. I mean, C.J. West, is going to be the best defensive lineman. He, he's good size. He's 6'2", 315, and he's a player. Um, they've got a lot of younger guys uh, mixing in and some first-year guys that transferred in on the defensive line. Steve, Stephen Daly on the defensive line um, you know, had a fumble recovery that C.J. West caused. And so the defense did you know, come up with three turnovers, which obviously is a good thing, and the flashes were plus two in the turnover department. But uh, I believe UCF punted once eight touchdowns and three turnovers. So they pretty much had their way with them offensively, whatever they wanted to do. And, and part of that was Plumley was really good. I'm not saying he's better than Jefferson. I know Jefferson's really, really good. But, but I think Plumley for a first game, the fact that he can run and throw, uh, really gave Kent State some problems. Coaches like to say you see the most improvement from your team from week one to week two. Where do you, see the, where do you hope to see the most improvement from Kent State? I'd like to see uh, some improvement on, on that offensive line, just being able to have a little bit of a push. I know it's really hard to judge them in these games. I mean, like I said, it's, I, I don't know if we'll see the improvement until later in the year, but I would think, you know, some things they can improve on is certainly their run game. You know, they were disappointed in having 95 yards of total uh, rushing last week, 240 yards of total offense. I'd like to see 
those numbers go up a bit. I'd like to see the defense, you know, get off the field a couple of times and, um, you know, can continue with the turnovers that they were able to create. But, you know, I think they need to just get experience. And I think that experience week to week is, is going to be the improvement that we see, guys. What about making uh, the trip and another, you know, back-to-back road trip for uh, Kent State? Well, they're used to it. I mean, we always have three money games in September, so three out of four weeks you're on the road. Uh, you know, last year when you go to Washington and Oklahoma and then a couple weeks later going to Georgia, uh, I don't think you're going to uh, find anything tougher than that. So, granted, this is a new coaching staff. We do have three leftover coaches, but, you know, last year they opened up at Washington and the team actually went to Tulsa then. Uh, for the week in preparation for the game in Oklahoma. Um, I can't imagine that this would be tougher than that uh, in, as far as the travel goes. But, you know, it's not ideal, but it is what it is. And, you know, group of five teams do it all the time. And Kent State's no different in that aspect, although they probably are a little bit different that they, you know, go three times. And, you know, in a couple of weeks we're going out to Fresno State. So, you know, that flight's going to be twice as long as, as the one to Arkansas. Hmm. What is the strength of the defense? I, I don't know if we know yet, but I, I I think on paper and going into the year, guys, they, they think that linebacker core, you know, with Devin Nicholson, again, who came over from Missouri, uh, Nick Jackalone, who, who transferred from New Mexico State, I think they, they feel they've got a couple of real good uh, linebackers there. And then the corners. Uh, D.J. Miller had a interception last week, and Capone Blue uh, is another good cornerback. And the interesting thing about Capone is, you know, he's six foot three. So he has the size at corner that you normally don't see. Mm. Uh, I would think that that's probably going to be the strength of this team the defensively. In, Rob, the interesting thing about Capone Blue is that his name is Capone, I think is actually <laughs> an interesting <laughs> thing. So. Right. We can call him Al. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, safe travels, Rob. Thanks for coming on today. I appreciate you. Hey, appreciate you guys having us. We're looking forward to it. It'll be uh, my first time uh, at Razorback uh, Stadium, so we're certainly looking forward to it. Thanks, uh, guys. All right, you bet. Appreciate you. All right, that's Rob Polinski, the voice of the uh, Kent State Golden Flashes. Absolute, complete, utter domination last week by Central Florida. As mm. I continue to look in the numbers here, guys, they outgained Kent State 723-239. to Absolutely dominant the game. As he mentioned, they punted one time. 389 yards rushing for Gus's bunch last week, and they held Kent State to 12 of 32 passing with an interception. If Arkansas does not dominate this game, I'm going to be real concerned on Monday. And he just outlined it. This is awful. This is bad. This is tough. This is a tall order. We replaced all these dudes, and we had a quarterback that got here at the last minute. Good luck, fellas. 11 new starters on offense? No excuses, guys. There's no excuse for this week. This should be one of the bigger mismatches Arkansas has faced in the last 10 years. We said last week Western Carolina may be a better team than Kent State. Yep. I feel better about that now. Yeah, for sure. No, I think this is a game. I made it my lock of the week. I was like, I just sliced it 15 different ways. I'm like, and I feel good about a couple of games. There's a lot of games I think that are right on the number. You slide it a half a point or a point, maybe Mm -hmm. you feel really good about them. When the alternate lines come out, you can kind of adjust them. But this is one where, like, if Arkansas doesn't win this game by 40, I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah, I think uh, they bet the, the running game should be fixed this week and look a lot better. Hey, Central Florida, I think it's going to be better, like he said, than people think. I agree. I mean, 300, 300, 300 passing, 300 rushing. That's that's an accomplishment. That's a good offense. Yeah. It's hard to do that against air. But I think Arkansas has got a chance to do something similar this week. I concur. And think about if Central Florida doesn't turn the ball over three three times. I mean, that could have been, they, they didn't stop them but once. That could have been uh, two more touchdowns. Three, it could have been even uglier. I want to say something nice about Kent State. They only got penalized four times. So. And they won the turnover battle, 3-1. to one. Way to go, guys. Yeah. Uh, over on the Southern Solutions text line, Southern Structural, Structural Solutions. Solutions text line, yeah. uh, this is uh, from uh, a fan, from fan, fan prediction. Watch SMU Saturday versus OU. Thinks it's going to be close. Hmm. Colorado over Nebraska. Okay. Arkansas stumbles over Kent State by 17. Final score, 34-16. Come on, Navy Mike. Texas and OU and the SEC will damage Razorback football. Razorback program needs to hold tight to Central and South Arkansas recruiting. Is that all one person? Yes. That is Navy Mike. Okay, what else? (laughs) Yeah. Mike Williams made a lot of money and played enough to get his pension. Yep. 
Why is he working construction? I kind of thought that too, but I didn't say it. Nobody said he was working construction, did they? They said it happened on a construction site. Maybe he owns a construction company. Maybe. Okay. I bet he was not a... I bet he's he was not, not a laborer. The hard hat on. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's not a laborer. I'm, I'm going to guess. But I'm sure we could find more details on that. This one from the 870. He's screaming it. Trap. Trap game. Listen, you it's can- a home opener. You better, you know. No, no, no. Listen. That's one of the good things about playing at War Memorial Stadium the first week. You get another home opener the next week. The excitement better be there. You know why I feel good about this game? The lines did not perform at the level that people expected. You also get Latham back. So... No, I think they are going to have a fire lit under them to try to show out this week after not dominating last week up front. And if they do that, this game could get out of hand in a hurry, and it should. John Mark says Arkansas needs to do to Kent State what Oklahoma did to Arkansas State. You don't got to win seventy-two to nothing or seventy-three to nothing or whatever it was, but you need you need to win this game by 35, 40 points. You do, yeah, yeah. Preferably thirty-seven and a half at least. DK, what's up? Good morning, fellas. Oh, I just wanted to call and talk to my good friend Wesley there. Wesley, don't you start hyping up UCF now. You know, don't you crown them just yet for being no bad team. I think that's what you told me last week when I said the same, something similar to what y'all are talking about now. Did I, I crown them? How did I crown them? I just said they're going to be better than people think. They were picking no, 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 well no, down no, no. in the Big 12. You, I, I didn't crown them neither, but that's, 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 the, that's the shot you shot at me, so I'm shooting it back at you. Okay, I dodged it. What else? <laughs> so I just want to put that back on your memory. Don't crown them yet. Go Cowboys. Can, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I, got, I, got, I got something for, for the Cowboys. Can somebody find me some toilet tissue with a Dallas Cowboy name or star on it? That's the only use I have for some Dallas Cowboy material. Who's your team, DK? Steelers. Steelers. Pittsburgh, you know, come on, Justin. I don't know. Come on now. I can't keep track of everybody, man. I don't know. I only got three squads. That's the Lakers, the Razorbacks, and the Steelers. Well, I'll I'll take a little wager if you want some, DK. On what? I bet the Cowboys finish higher in their division than Pittsburgh does in theirs. (laughs) Mm. We we play in the AFC North. I know where you play. (laughs) Yes, sir. You You get a gimme. You get Cleveland. They shouldn't be. Cleveland uh, got Deshaun now, so they ain't got Baker. I don't know if that's good or bad. Yeah. Well, I I take Deshaun over Baker, so if if Deshaun under the center, uh, but at the same time, what what you want to bet, Justin? Because I'm like the bone crush. I ain't never scared. So what what is is it? I don't know. I'm talking trash now on behalf of Cowboys. I'm not a Cowboy fan. (laughs) How about uh, we'll buy lunch? How about that, DK? Sound like a plan. All right, buddy. DK, all right, buddy. Take care. I bet the Saints win more playoff games than the uh, Steelers. I bet they play in more playoff games than the Steelers. I'm not going to win anymore, but they may win the same number. They, yeah, they, they should they win, win the, the South. Number. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they're going to win a playoff you, game. You host a playoff game in, in the Dome? I'll give you the favorite. Depends on the matchup. Is. It could be the Cowboys. If you finish second in the division, right? Could be, yeah. yeah. I don't want that game. Thank you very much. Tampa hosted last year, right? They won. Yeah, the remember, we complained mm-hmm. about that yeah, because yeah, they, they sucked. And then the Cowboys went down there and beat them, right? Yeah. Okay. You know what? I really don't like this idea anymore. 1049. We'll come back in a sec. Fresh off their summer lineup of convertible sports cars, for September, Saracen is giving away the king of luxury pickups, Toyota's new Tundra Capstone from Trotter Toyota. The Tundra Capstone is the ultimate in luxurious trucks, and it can be yours just for playing your favorite games at Saracen Casino Resort. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock, Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play and win. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800 4700 I'm talking about Elliot's Mexican Grill. Take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. The key special, a Mexican abachi dish with fresh steak, chicken, or shrimp. Tuesdays are Taco Tuesdays, and they're only $1.99 at Elia's, and now they're serving homemade tortillas. Fresh pies for dessert along with soft-serve ice cream. Elia's Mexican Grill award-winning Mexican food with daily lunch specials Monday through Friday, 11 to 2. You take exit 108. To Elia's Mexican Grill in Moralton. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, focus, and dedication. 
At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See shelter agents Monica Reiners or Brian Cress in North Little Rock or Jamie Marsh in Little Rock. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. The far too soon deaths of Razorback legends Ryan Mallett, Alex Collins, Charles Ballantyne, and others serve as more reminders that life is brief and the future uncertain. The Bible asks the question, what is your life? You're a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes away. Given this reality, we need to love our families, cherish our friends, help others, and spend our days on things that really matter. Scripture calls this redeeming the time. Let's get busy, friends. Looking for a gift idea? Double B's has Exxon and Phillips 66 gift cards available. Get one for someone you love, as it's something that they can actually use. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Tune in to 1037 The Buzz as Justin Acree and Wes Moore broadcast live from each meeting in the Little Rock Touchdown Club. Brought to you by Arkansas Urology. Justin and Wes will broadcast live from the Doubletree downtown, bringing you interviews with each speaker and their comments to the club live. Monday, the Little Rock Touchdown Club welcomes Dallas Cowboys legend Tony Dorsett to the downtown Marriott. That's the zone live at the Little Rock Touchdown Club, brought to you by Arkansas Urology. You're back in the zone, live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network and online at 1037thebuzz.com. I'm on an island, even when you're close. Can't take the silence, I'd rather be September 7th, which means you have 7, 20, 16 days to get ready for bow hunting season mm-hmm. in the state of Arkansas. And if you are looking to uh, take your hunting game to the next level, there's one stop. It is Max Prairie Wings or one website, maxpw.com. All the best model bows and their experienced bow techs will personally work with you to build your dream bow exactly the way you want it. Imagine every shot you take hitting its mark with precision and accuracy. Listen, their bow builds come with proper fitting and tuning. They're going to ensure you're locked and loaded. And they go the extra mile. They're going to set you up with some custom-made arrows tailored specifically to match your unique hunting style. Don't waste your time with anything less than the best. Just get over to Max Prairie Wings. Simple, simple, simple. The best is right there waiting on you. Your go-to destination for top-notch bow hunting gear or hunting gear in general. Anything for the outdoors, they've got you squared away. Visit them at maxpw.com or stop by and see them in Stuttgart. And Wes will tell you, it's also a great spot for all your muzzle-loading needs, too. All right, it is 10.53, and if you want to join us, we'll take your calls at 661-1037. And we are uh, looking forward to tomorrow on the road. We are going to head out to Bryant, and we are going to visit with uh, our friends at Reliance Bank. Quad Sanders, the Bryant head coach, is going to swing by and hang out with us tomorrow. They have a huge game tomorrow night. Yes. Parkview. Yes, they do. It is the game of the week this week on The Buzz. Next week's game of the week, Wes, is Benton Catholic, and Coach Fogelman is coming in studio with our high school sponsor to chit-chat with you guys next Wednesday. So That'll be fun. It'll be great. You know, uh, Catholic got bitten last year. I would be here, but I'm going to be hanging out with Eddie Vetter, so you guys hold it down for me. We'll be good. Thank you. We'll be good. I imagine so. And tonight we have high school football. You can watch uh, Lake Hamilton, Little Rock Christian Academy on KARZ. Wait a minute. I can just watch it from the comfort of my own home? Yes. And and then on the other screen, you can have the Kansas City Chiefs on. And on the other screen, you can have the U.S. Open because guess what? The women's semis are tonight. And you've got an American woman in each of the two women's semis. And tomorrow we get the men's semis. And you've got the most high-profile group, basically, of men Plus an American who's an upstart, which is exciting. So ben this Shelton. is a really yes, Ben Shelton. So this is exciting. You got Coco Goff and uh, that other U.S. woman. Help me out. I can't. Christian's remember. like Pierce. I knew Coco. No priest. Pe- not not Pagula. No no. Mm. I just stumped myself. I can't believe I did that. I was talking to my friend about this. this I morning. was talking to Kevin Kelly about it last night. Oh my and god! He was so excited about the Americans at the U.S. Open. It, he was uh, informing Madison me. Keys. Madison Keys, yeah. So she's playing Sabalinka in the late one tonight. 
And Coco Golf is playing the number 10 seed. Carolina Mukova, Muchova, Mukova? I don't know. Mukova, I imagine. Mukova. Mike Loggins is usually my go-to guy. He'll text me and be like, come on, dummy. Get it together. <laughs> anyway, so the men's finals tomorrow, Shelton and Djokovic, and then you got Alcaraz and Medvedev, who was complaining about the heat. Apparently was insanely hot yesterday. He said, uh, one player is going to die. They're going to see. That's what he said. Whoa. A little dramatic. Wow. But apparently the weather is uh, extremely hot there. They're closing the roof a little bit to help to take the shadow or to, to help to take the sun away, block the sun mm-hmm. a little bit. But apparently they're just dying over there. It's brutal. I'm rooting for Shelton, but I think he may have came as far as he can go. Yes, indeed. That would be a pretty big upset. But you probably get another uh, Joker and Alcaraz final, right? We'll see. Uh, but yeah, good night for watching sports. And uh, yeah. I think Maddox would be upset if I didn't show up. Yeah, you need to be there. What if I just watch it on TV and then I slide over there in the fourth quarter and so I can say hi to him when it's over? Ah, uh, he'll be looking in the stands for you. I don't stand. I don't sit in the stands. I stand in the end zone. I stand the end zone. Are you a pa- kind of pacer, walk around? I just don't. A, the bleachers are generally not packed. very comfortable. Yeah, they're also yes crowded. Yeah, and I don't like either one of those things. I'm a stander too. I like to stand, be able to walk around yeah. and. Mm-hmm. It's tough on a tall person to in the stands. Plus, when I pull out my flash, nobody notices when I'm in issue. the end zone. <laughs> I'm kidding. Fall golf tournament's coming up. October 10th, Burns Park. Registration's open. Tito's Handmade Vodka. Appreciate them sponsoring. Along with Double B's, Michelob Ultra. Corky's will be there with lunch. Sonic. And our friends at Southern Structural Solutions. Speaking of, our text line, Wes. Yes, uh, the guy who wrote in Trap and we laughed at him, he said, go ahead and laugh. I'm laughing. We... <laughs> we got beat by some teams last year that were supposed that we were supposed to dominate. First of all, that's last year. This is this year. Also, you were not supposed to dominate Liberty. You were supposed to beat Liberty, but nobody expected domination. No, this it, should be a dominant performance. You should Since, have dominated Missouri State. I'll give you that one. Yeah, should have. You should. Yeah. You should have beaten them more comfortably. I'll give yes. you that. Yeah, Gus Malzahn is a better coach than Arkansas has. Don't get overconfident, or you'll get beat. It's up for debate. Yeah. Uh, TCU was favored by 21, and look what happened to them. Be careful. I'm telling you, on Monday, I expect you to apologize. If Arkansas beats them by 30, I will be the first to apologize to you. You can show up in the studio and get on your hands and knees and beg me for forgiveness because there is not a chance in hell Arkansas doesn't dominate this game. Uh, Ryan says, I love DK. This is on Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. Don't let Wes get away with talking out of both sides of his fat mouth. Mm. Oh, Ryan. I think about that. Right? Fat. It's yeah. a little cheap shot. Um, what, what did you say? I don't even know. Uh, some, I can't he remember said, what team. He don't get too high on UCF because they beat a bad team or something like yes, that. Yes, but I don't know what he said last week that I was like, he well, don't He said how about me. UCF, basically, I think. No, it was somebody else because they had played, and I said, well, don't crown them yet. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, your favorite drafts are poured at a frosty 29 degrees, and rare barrel-aged whiskeys are served just the way you want them. It's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Get Wings 